Good morning. This is Jeff and John. We're from the other side of the pulpit. I'm Jeff. He's John. And I don't have a clue. <laughs> Good thing we're not we're not seeking anything, right? John and I like to get together and talk about scripture and current events and and things and and uh, we love to to go deeper in God's word and uh, we love to uh, encourage each other to go deeper and ask questions and. So we decided to have a podcast to help us, uh, well, to, to let others know kind of how our minds work, which is pretty scary, and also to uh, maybe others uh, would listen to this and and desire to go deeper in God's word, and uh, you know some some people may not agree with our our thoughts and our process, but uh, we'd love to hear your biblical analysis of it. We don't. We know we've figured out that God left out his John's opinion, my opinion, and guess what? Your opinion too. So we're gonna get started with prayer and then we're gonna get started with uh with our discussion today. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this day and for each person who might listen to this podcast. Father, I just ask you to burden their hearts to get to know you better. Lord, I ask you to just grow John and I in, in our faith and in our love for you. Father, we give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, John, we uh, we kind of talked about transgender and the spiritual warfare and the physical warfare and the mental warfare that goes on in our in our world every day, all day long. And um, you know, we we're talking about you know you can't be a you know it being a transgender or being someone is is ultimately saying that God is wrong and you're you're ultimately taking God's authority and saying nope it's not right I mean and that makes sense to me I never thought of it that way till you brought it up but you're right you're born a male and or you're born a female and you don't transition from one to the other even no matter how many hormones you take um, I guess surgery and all that other stuff you could say that you're changing your gender, but that's that's well, usurping God's authority. And even if you do that, when you go back into DNA, you still find that the DNA, yes, which cannot be changed. That's this is true. The, the, yes, this is true. So no matter how you look at it, the science that they want us to follow with COVID is also the science that that people are denying. And it's also the science that says that God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was void without form. And <laughs> well, yeah. and it's it's also the science that 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 comes in in a, a spiritual religious sense that comes in and says that man is actually like you said, overall usurping God's authority. Yes, and it's the introduction to what's what theologians have said for years and what people that have involved in prophecy said is it's the coming of the antichrist in the one world mm-hmm. government yes and it's creeping in so slow and we as a church uh and when i say a church i'm not talking, talking about, yeah. specifically of a general you know yeah you're not, a church. yeah you're not talking about our church here you're no. talking about i'm talking about the body the body of christ as a, as a whole yeah uh, well i think the body of christ is losing weight it it absolutely is, Jeff. It's, uh, uh, it, it's it's been it's been lulled into a state of, of of comfortable sleep, and we're just 
Oh, yes. everything's just wonderful, and we're going to be like little Smurfs, and that's what we're doing. Just la 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 la, walking down mm-hmm. right into the into the into the pit into the abyss. Yes. Oh. Uh, and I see when you look at COVID, at the worldwide thing that has happened here, and everybody wants you to have you got to have a mandate, you got to have a mask, you got to have a card, you got to have this and that and the other to even do something as simple as go out to eat mm-hmm. in places. You can't be seen in public unless you got your card. Well, that's 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 one step. That's the step on the ladder that's going to lead everybody into into the, the mark. The previous the, step is you can't work in the United States without work. a card. Absolutely. It's got to be a social security card, a green card, a visa card, you know, a visa. It's some sort of, you, you got to have You can't proof. rent a car without a visa card. You can't. Well, I mean, without. Credit card. Well, I'm talking about, no, I say visa. I'm talking about a, a work visa for oh, another oh, yeah, country. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I got you. You're not supposed to. And people do it, but it's going to come. They're trying to stop all that because they're saying that's, that's tax dollars going down the drain. And so the government will stop that in yeah. the name of uh, tax revenue. Right. Um, and, uh, but the the deal is on this, John, is we just don't know. Uh, um, you're right. The credit cards are another thing because you're getting away from cash. But I have noticed that a lot of people are charging extra for credit cards. They are. Then it's because they can. Yes, because the credit card company charges you extra. It's credit card. Why? Because so many people default on their credit card bills. They don't pay their bills, which goes back into the biblical thing that that's part of what's going to happen in the last days. We're all going to become completely, you know, irresponsible. Yeah. Well, that and uh, and they they charge you because the bank charges them because they got to have the the money. You know, you could write a check all day long, mm-hmm. and uh, the bank never charged for those checks, mm-hmm. but they charged you when you bought the checks. They did, and they do, and so now people are not buying those checks. And most people don't know. A lot of people don't know what a check is. Yes. My kids, Madison has written a couple of checks in her life. I don't think Amanda or Mason's ever written a check in their life. Well, and uh, um, you go, well, they're not paying bills. I've actually got them set up to pay certain things with their, with their cards, with their debit card. Well, one, one thing is it, it gets, the, all of this is coming down. It's getting us in a, a comfortable seat. It's so convenient. Mm-hmm. It's so convenient. Just walk into China Mart down there and scan your card. Have you ever heard of bitcoins? Yeah. See, this is a cashless society. Yeah. And uh, there's a, as a matter of fact, there's an industry coming into uh, America's Georgia mm-hmm. that's dealing in cryptocurrency. That's that's their whole premise for coming in and setting up this big, you know, this office, this this area down there. It's an industry that's coming in. It's cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. And what is that? It's nothing but electronic currency. Yep. Uh, when, when you stop, when people stop and look at the political things that's going on right now, what's happening is, and this goes back to what I talked about last week about, you know, my, me and my dad and the incident we had with buying mm-hmm. the gun and stuff like that. And, and it comes back to just like they have that it's it's been perverted about the separation of church and state. Now what's happening is, and and you notice it in Canada. What mm-hmm. happened? What Canada's just went through? The government is making the police enforce, and I say the government, the the people that are in charge up there mm-hmm. are using law enforcement as a buffer between them and making the law enforcement guys up there 
do their biddings and protecting the people in charge from the people that put them in charge instead of it being the other way around. Now it's like the evil people are on one side of the blue line and the evil people are the ones that want to maintain their rights and you know maintain their rights and keep mm-hmm. this this globalized world government from coming in mm-hmm. and and you and that's why I'm not a cop. I I saw a day coming where I was going to be forced to come in. Okay, are you going to do your job? What your sworn duty is? And uphold the government, no matter how corrupt it is, or, or are you going to stand and protect the people from the government? That's kind of where we are today, big big time. It's it's the um, whole the whole system. If you if you'll really study it carefully, the whole system is being reversed. Yeah, you, which you know, is what Satan wants to do. You know, you go back to. Uh, Last year, January was it January the sixth or whatever the riot. I mean, when they the the they invaded the White House. I mean, not the White House, but uh, government. It was White House. No, yeah. what, it was January the sixth was the the, the so called infiltration and yeah. insurrection that went on at yeah. the White House. But up until that point, and they're going, they attacked our government. Are not the police the government? Absolutely, they are. And yet they've been attacked by Black Lives Matter. And it doesn't matter for the last several years. And that was okay until it wasn't them. Exactly. That's that. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm against what happened January in January sixth last year. I was. I'm I'm very against them going inside of that building. I am. I'm dead against it. Standing out there protesting was their right by our country's bylaws, I guess you could say, or governing body says you have the right to protest peacefully. And they had that right. But when they crossed over and got onto the property and Mm -hmm. destruction, Mm -hmm. they were no better than the people who were burning down buildings and and, uh, destroying people's property in Mm -hmm. these other cities. Did they not take over uh, 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 the city? Was it somewhere in Seattle? Yeah, um, yeah. In Washington. Yeah. Somewhere in Washington. Run right? the police out of the station. Yes. And they took it over. Is that that the same thing? But they didn't look at it the same way. Well you look at look at the, the look at the homeless camps in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Why are there so many homeless camps out there? Well it's also the place that they just set up free drug clinics, mm-hmm. basically. Oh, uh, and, and Jeff, what I'm talking about, what what just bothers me is there is a complete reversal mm-hmm. of the governmental system. Mm-hmm. When you go back and you study what happened in the garden, that's exactly what happened. There's a complete reversal of God's order. Yep, and that's exactly what's going on today. Yes, and when when Paul writes um, that there'll be a great falling away from the church. Yeah. I've had all kinds of people explain that out, going, "Now, God, they're not talking about that." That uh, you forgot to mail that, John. Got to mail that, John. You need to mail that. Uh, they're not talking. I've had people go, "They're not talking about you know there'll be fewer and fewer people in church." No, they no. He goes, "I've had some go." Well, I mean, they, they've explained it. So I'm trying to think of a, a specific. Uh, because the way some of these preachers explain it, they, they explain it so that it doesn't offend our people yeah. and our society. 
the, the church has become soft on that, that aspect yes. of it. It's in Timothy, isn't it? Which one? <laughs> yes. Well, and, and, and I'm thinking of the one in Romans here where, where Paul just goes into such a vivid description of the reversal of, of the created order here that God give them over a perverted mind. Uh, where the men against nature burned with lust for other men and the women mm-hmm. burned against nature. Mm-hmm. Now, not only is that, does it go into that, it also goes into the, to the, the reversal of power. It goes into the complete reversal of God order, which that that is reversal right there. Yeah, man, man and woman were separate. Yes, their role in God's created order has been reversed. Yes, that and you know that that's mentioned in Gen, in Genesis chapter three. It is. When he says, "You will uh, in Genesis chapter three, your desire shall be, be for took your, your husband," husband. And, and that does not mean it that she will desire her husband. It means she will desire to the have role. her husband's place, yes. her husband's role, her husband's position. Yes, and you know the most controversial thing that you can discuss in uh, in this Bible. You can discuss anything you want to discuss in this Bible, but when it comes to number one. The husband and the wife, mm-hmm. their relationship mm-hmm. and their role. Number two, homosexuality. Mm-hmm. Those are the two things that you can discuss most anything else in here. Uh, even when it comes to, to stealing, mm-hmm. it's not as controversial. Absolutely. It's not as controversial. Well, uh, adultery see, is not as controversial. We, we come back to what we were talking about, about what's, what went on in Canada, what's going on mm-hmm. there. Do you realize that in Canada, if you go up and preach against homosexuality, that is hate speech and they will arrest you. They will come out and take your church from you and put you in jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw the same thing when COVID came through. Mm-hmm. What, what was one of the first things they shut down? The churches. The churches. You could go to Walmart. You could get a tattoo. You could go to a bar. Uh, when it came down to it, we shut our doors to the public coming in until we got a grasp on what we needed to do mm-hmm. as a church. And we opened up. And as people go, are you, uh, are you opening up? And I said, when they shut the liquor stores down, we'll shut down. Yeah, I forgot about that one. You could go to the liquor store yes. and get liquor. I, I said, now, don't get me wrong. Before Sunday rolled around, they were like, churches can be open. But we were going to open no matter what. We didn't care. Mm-hmm. And if they'd have come knocking on our door, I'd have been like, hey, this is not a church. It's a liquor store. Mm-hmm. We're serving the Spirit, baby. Mm-hmm. And and I'd argued with them. I would have argued with them, well, you can't shut me down as a, as a, as a church when you're not shutting down liquor stores and convenience stores and Walmart. I mean, well, you brought that up. Now, that, let me let me tell you, let me take you back to how slow this thing has come in. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the blue laws? Uh, See, that's when you got old people like me around. Yeah, I was going to say I've, I've heard the blue laws, but I can't. Right. Remember, I don't well, what a blue law was is you couldn't open your business on Sunday unless you had something that was necessary. Yes, for people to live by, with. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hospitals, hospitals, fire departments, police yeah, stations. Right. Everything shut down on Sunday. 
You couldn't get gas for your car. You had to get it Saturday night. Yes, I remember. I well, the, 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 the slow thing that they started lifting is when they started getting quote-unquote <clears throat> medicine into your local grocery stores. Well, yes. somebody might have a headache today. We don't have to, you know, mm-hmm. somebody might ha- have a, a case of the flu, so we put some cough syrup in here. Mm-hmm. You know, you see how that slow build? And this thing's been coming on for ages. It's a plan from the beginning to overthrow the, the, the godly order that things have been put up in back in Genesis. It all goes back to that. It goes back to that flip that happened when Adam surrendered what God had given him. Yes. And, and it's, it's come in so slow, and especially in our churches, mm-hmm. and, and the churches actually have kind of aided it. They've a bit, well, we don't want to... We don't want to ruffle a boat. We don't want to make anybody mad. We don't want to offend anybody. So we're not going to talk about those subjects. Yeah. Well, when you get back and you look at Paul when he starts listing these things, mm-hmm. everything Paul's got a list and everything that Paul brings out that is a work of the flesh that we should not be walking in the flesh, everything that he lists down there... Yeah. Jeff, it's so prevalent in society and in, in, in the religious community today that it's just unreal. I mean, it's it's just a common accepted practice. No, I mean, like a word like emulation. Who, yeah. who knows what emulation is? <laughs> Most people don't. Most people don't. You know, the, and you're right, John. That the there's a fine line that I try not to cross. But I, it's, and it's hard. And this is hard for a pastor now because you know who needs to be in the church? The homosexuals, the drug dealers, the thieves, the rioters, the... The, the racial, atheists, the prejudice, the yes, people that are yes. racist. That, that's the group that needs to be in church. Yes. All the people in the list, all the things that have turned it upside down need to be in church. So... Where do you, where do you draw the line in having them in church and loving them as a person, but but not a condoning what they do? Because the Bible Bible says we're not supposed to judge, and, the, and we're not judging and condemning someone. You look at someone, and we've mentioned homosexuality here several times. So let's just mention that you see someone that's homosexual, you see somebody that's committed adultery, and you go up to them and go, "Hey, that's against what God says." Their immediate thing is, "You're judging me." No, no, you've pretty much judged yourself. Yeah, Stephanie. Stephanie was, you know, in in the book of Timothy, it says that the younger, the older women are supposed to teach the younger women, and older men are supposed to teach the younger men. And that hadn't happened. Well, here's what it, it does, but not on a, not a, not as much as it should, because I do my best to talk to younger people, and mm-hmm. I do my best to teach people, and I I do my best. And, and uh, but Stephanie was telling me she there's a bunch of girls that work with her that are young, and they got young kids, and she says she looked at them, she goes, I will tell you this that when you turn your child around to face forward in the car seat. From that day until they turn 16, you were teaching them how to drive. Absolutely. 
And she said, if you roll through a stop sign, they'll roll through a stop sign. You'll be 15, they'll be 15 years old. You go, you can't roll through that stop sign. Mama, you never stopped at that stop sign. Mm -hmm. And so they, she said that on one day. The next day, this girl comes to work. She goes, let me tell you what happened. She said, my little girl, and her little girl's like three years old, four years old, something like that. She said, I came up to a stop sign. I rolled through it, looked both ways. Nothing was coming. It's out in the middle of out in the country. She said, I looked, rolled through the, through the stop sign. And she said, Mommy, did you not see that sign that says stop? So first of all, I, I, I give Stephanie credit for teaching the younger women, you know, because she goes, you know, you mm -hmm. told me that yesterday and today it happened. But that's what we're doing in our lives with our church and with God's Word. You got somebody trying to teach you, hey, do, do the right thing. And then you're rolling through a stop sign and, and the people looking up goes, but that's not what God's Word says. And then they see God's Word not being followed and people not being struck down by lightning and they and they go well i can go farther and you teach your kids that it's okay to get away with whatever you can get away with as long as there's not a cop there or a mm -hmm. parent there mm -hmm. to teach that's why i never have told my kids don't if i ever tell my kids don't tell your mama it's because it's a surprise for her that's going to make her happy and, it, and you know and we're trying to surprise her in a good positive way but other than that i have never said hey we're going to stop and get ice cream don't tell your mama mm -hmm. You know, I, we're gonna we're gonna go parachuting. You don't tell your mama. We, you know, I've but never see, said it, that. It, it, even at that, Jeff, when when you when you begin to actually look at the situation, you look at what's going on. You look at the the, the societal type condition that we're in now. It goes much deeper than that. Mm -hmm. It 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 goes down deep as to where does your kid spend most of his uh, uh, pre adult time at. In front of the TV or video school. games or yes, yeah, school. school. Um, yes. Who who we as parents? We as parents. I'm gonna need parent. We as a parent. You as a parent. No, me as a parent. You as a parent. Yeah. <laughs> but we we either send or carry those kids to school, mm -hmm. and we drop them off there and put them in the hands of the people in there that's teaching them. Mm-hmm. What are they being taught while they're in that indoctrination center? And I call it that for this reason. Because whatever they're taught in there about how to discipline their brain, mm -hmm. that's the way they're going to use it in life. I've, I've said for 20 years, we don't need to get prayer back in school. All right, you, you, go, back, you go back to when it was taken out. Mm -hmm. When it's taken you, out? You go back to, to when... Uh, evolution was brought in, which is usurping God's authority. Yes, it is. Incidentally, the youth wanted to know the, how the difference between evolution and God and God, creation, and why God's creation, why what God said is right. And I'm and I'm using science to to prove to them that God using science, you know, because they say science, you know. Mm -hmm. Using science to prove that what God says is true and what evolutionists say is not true. Mm -hmm. and well, I mean, example: How can you find ocean fossils in the Rocky Mountains? Oh, the, doesn't that prove a flood? Everybody, every scientist believe there's a flood. The atheists believe that the, that the, there was um, that the ice melted. 
all the ice in the world melted. Is that because there were so many cars out in power plants? I, I, I'm assuming there was. I don't know what caused it to uh, to melt and then refreeze and then we go global. It, the 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 way the scientists talk about the flood that are atheist contradict the scientists today that says now we're under global warming based on the on the industries and stuff. Well, they've just kind of disproved that, but it's climate change now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And all they do is they change the wording. I mean, just like they changed the wording of the separation of church. Now, don't get me wrong. I, you, asphalt and concrete, especially asphalt, if you're flying in a small plane, Mm-hmm. And you're over the water, mm-hmm. and then you fly over a five-lane divided highway that's full of asphalt and cars, and there's no wind. You will raise up mm-hmm. because of the heat waves, the heat. and then you'll come back down. It's mm-hmm. like going over a, a heat wave speed bump. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that that there's not something with asphalt and roofs and solar panels and um wind turbines yeah all these things are are everything that we've done has changed more drastically than when they were just living in tents and building fires to cook with and to heat up the well and what jeff but but what does it all come back to it all comes back to number one we've lost our fear of god we have not just in society but but in in our church. church what we want to do is we want to come to church and have some kind of emotional social experience we don't want to come to learn about the bible we, we want to come and get some kind of affirmation that we can make it through the week on. Or we want to come to see our friends. It's not even an affirmation you can live through the week on. It's something that makes you feel good for an hour and then you go home. Then you go home. And then the rest of the week, you, if somebody mentions you, go, yeah, I go to such and such church. And, and uh, you know, it, it's all about feel good and, 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 and personal feel good and make yourself feel good. And, I mean... And used to, you'd say, oh, I go to such and such church, and you'd have on the logo or whatever. Yeah. And you did that as a, as, a, as, a, as a way to gain credence or, cre- or, or precedence or, or character in your society. Oh, he's a church man. So? Well, and, and here's the, the, the flip side of that is, do you, like I wear, I, I try to wear a shirt that says Reed's Chapel on it. Mm-hmm. To advertise my church, mm-hmm. not so much that says I'm a Christian, because I hope my life, whether I'm wearing a shirt or not wearing a shirt, says I'm a Christian. I get that. I can understand. I that. tell the guys at work uh, does something about preacher, preacher, and I go, I'm not. I do not. I said my goal while I'm working here is that when you see me walk in the room that you know that, that I'm a child of God and I live for God. And, and, and one, one way we do that, though, is by our character, mm-hmm. by how we respond to people. And like we talked about, we're, I, I'm not judging a homosexual. 
Correct. Why? Because I understand that fallen nature that is in every man. We are all, every single human being mm-hmm. on the face of this earth has the capability to at live any point in time to be a, a, a mass murderer. Something could just click inside of your head. One day you wake up and say, okay, I've had enough. I'm done with all this mess. And go out and commit some stupidity. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, you can't legislate morality, number one. No. You can't by law. That's that. I mean, God made it quite evident. And, and Paul, in the, when he starts, goes through the first and second chapters of Romans, when Paul goes through that, Paul makes it quite plain and quite evident that you cannot legislate morality. No. You can't by law force somebody into being moral. Yeah. And, and, and if you change the laws to fit society, you will be constantly changing the laws to fit society. Which is what's being done. If you, if, you, if you erase the weaker laws, which is what a lot of the Democrats want to do, is erase the, it's okay to be caught with possession and smoking marijuana. Why, why should you worry about that guy? You want the bigger fish. Well, mm-hmm. the next first of all, if you're not getting that guy, then there's going to be more of it. Mm-hmm. And then there's, that's going to increase the sales of this guy. And it's going to increase the number of people that are buying and selling. And so it's not stopping it. It's mm-hmm. actually increasing it. Mm-hmm. So for every person you bust that's actually selling the drug that you're trying to, there's, there's four or five more out there that wasn't out there before. Mm-hmm. Second thing is, if you erase possession and smoking marijuana, then the next worst thing is the guy on the street selling a joint. Mm-hmm. So now you're gonna you're gonna see after a while that's gonna be nothing. So you're gonna erase that mm-hmm. that law. Going well, you know I don't want the guy selling, you know nickel dime stuff. Yeah, I want the guy selling the big stuff. So you erase that. And if you go, that's not gonna happen. Look at our society and look at the social norm. Mm -hmm. Just look at it. At one time, at one time, Joe Biden's career would have ended back in the 80s when he was committing adultery. And now he's the president and look at all he's done. I mean, they just make. I mean, you see. Well, how, didn't we have a president one time that actually redefined sex? Yes, I mean, sex in the White House, adultery in the White House. He goes, "Oh wait, I never had sex." Oh, that's sex. That, oh, that, that's not uh-uh. the leader of the free world. And and so look, I'm just saying, at one time things were, things were, people were like that. Our society would not let somebody. If somebody was living an immoral lifestyle, they would they would drop them down. They would be taken. But you up. know what yeah. the the Republicans said? Newt Gingrich said this when when they when they caught Bill Clinton cheating. And don't get me wrong. I, I mean, there's other reasons why they should have impeached Bill Clinton. Not it had nothing to do with. Yeah. But I mean, you know you. Talking about hiding documents with Trump, Hillary had her law office destroyed thousands and thousands and thousands of documents. But anyway, but Newt Gingrich said if we started impeaching him for, for adultery and kicking people out of an office for adultery, 
there wouldn't be anybody in office. That's right, pretty much, yeah. And he said he didn't say those, that's not his exact words, but that's in essence what he said. And so our moral values have started going down. And and so and and now adultery wasn't as bad and now homosexual is accepted. Is, is accepted and which comes back to what Paul talks about in first second chapter of Romans. Because he mm-hmm. says as a society that's what's gonna happen. But now I will tell you this that we take pleasure in those mm-hmm. that do those things. On a societal basis though, I would rather do business with someone who's a homosexual than an adulterer. Oh yeah, yeah. That, just because they're homosexual doesn't mean they're a bad person. At least they're out in the open with it. Yes. They're not and trying the, to hide an adulterer it. Looked, at, looked at their spouse in the face and said, I'm going to forsake all others mm-hmm. until we get done with this wedding. <laughs> you know? Well, pretty much. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So what, I, I what, just, it, what it boils down to, what it comes down to this, and nobody's looked at this, nobody's really brought this out outside of the <clears throat> religious church world. Mm-hmm. You're not going to change the people until the hearts of the people's changed. Yes. There's only one way that the hearts of the people is going to change. And that's when this word is brought out about what it says and about God's order and we begin to turn ourselves back toward God and honor Him in what we do. Mm-hmm. And when we do that, we begin to see these things that are wrong and bad and things like that. And that's that draw that draws us to Him. It's that goodness of God that leads us to that repentance that changes our mind that brings us to salvation. Mm-hmm. And we can't, come, we, we can't enter into that salvation on our own. We've got to do it through Him and through mm-hmm. His way. He's the only one that can effectually cause that to come about in our lives. Right. And until we submit to that, it's never going to happen. It's going to continue to come in. And this black death that's sweeping across our nation right now, and I don't mean that from a racial sense. I mean this black death, this, this plague of, of, of wrong and immorality and everything else that's coming in, this one world mm-hmm. system, this government, this globalization, mm-hmm. all of this that's creeping in to strangle the last light and I consider America to really, truly be the last light mm-hmm. on the face of this earth. That's, that's the ultimate goal is for that to come in and strangle that. Well, when that happens, God's not going to put up with it. Yep. He's going to come and call His bride out before we, she gets corrupted. We need, to, we need to be getting people involved in church instead of getting them out of church. We need to be studying the Word and, and preaching the Gospel even if it makes them mad. And not just falling into every doctrinal mm-hmm. yes. difference and dissemination. Jeff, we're over time, buddy. Yep. Close us in prayer, Johnny. Father, thank you for this day, Lord. I, I, I just ask you open our hearts and our minds. And as a nation, Lord, I pray for this nation. I pray for the leaders of this nation. I pray for your people that you have in these positions, Father, to open their eyes Lord, to to help them to stand firmly against everything that's going on today, to elevate you, to glorify you, to manifest you, to live with with definite character, Lord. And I thank you, Father, for opening my eyes to these things too. Father, go with us through our week. Keep our hearts and our minds focused on you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen.